0: baby spud here i've met a lot of people and i played some too and there's one thing i know people like to talk (laughs) it's the spudcast that's where you at Hey, where, baby? How y'all making this feeling? Thanks for joining me here on the Spudcast podcast while I'm talking out my ass with coffee roaster Bob Arsenault, old college buddy who I've had on this program before. There's some kind of uh, conversations going on around there that there might be a shortage of coffee. So uh, Bob's going to tell us about if there is going to be one, what to look for if there's going to be one. And we're also going to talk about if you want to stock up or should you stock up on your coffee, which... I got to have my coffee, man. I got to have my coffee. All right, Spudcast Podcast right after this. Do you know what it means to miss New Orleans? The next time you have to travel, take along a couple of pounds of Parish Coffee and you won't be missing New Orleans for long. Brewed right here in the land of coffee lovers, Parish Coffee has the taste you're looking for. From dark roast to coffee and chicory to flavored coffees like Bananas Foster or Bourbon Pecan, French Vanilla or King Cake or you name it, Parish Coffee has a flavor just right for you. Look for the bright purple bag in the coffee aisle of your favorite market. Or order it online, have it sent right to your door. What a perfect gift for any coffee aficionado. Sip the soul of New Orleans in every cup of Parish Coffee. It's summertime, summertime, some, some, summertime, and that means hurricanes and heat. So how are you gonna handle it this year? How about with a brand new whole house generator and an upgraded AC system from Serentine Refrigeration. My power went out during Hurricane Zeta for 10 whole seconds. Then my Sarentine service generator kicked in. We were even able to run extension cords to the neighbor. And Sarentine will keep your A.C. running smooth and cool even in the dead of August. Call Serentine today, 504-833-8831. 833-8831. Tell them Spud sent you. Well, it finally looks like we're going to be spared the COVID lockdown this summer. Of course, there's other medical needs besides a big cootie, sprains, breaks, stitches, pink eye bug bites, sunburn. Some of these can be diagnosed. And treated over the phone with Telemed. But whatever your malady, Rapid Urgent Care is open 365, even on holidays, ready to treat you quickly and professionally. Whether you're on the North Shore or the South Shore, summertime bobos don't stand a chance at Rapid Urgent Care. Just go to rapidurgentcare.com for the address and number of the clinic nearest you. Okay, so we're talking to my buddy, uh, Bob Arsenault, who, uh, huh. how long have I known you? 40 years? <laughs>
1: well technically since the summer of 1980 my first class was uh at at Nichols was uh started in the summer and, and you and i happened to be in the same class i don't remember what it was but uh you were hooting holler back then yeah,
0: i was a hootner and a hollering <laughs> and you know what and you know why i mean you were a freshman and i was pushing being a senior back then but because I bumble-dicked around, and I didn't do a lot of my freshman class. You know, my absolute last semester at Nichols, majoring in theater, I was taking intro to theater. And the, prof- <laughs> the professor wouldn't let me test out of it. He wouldn't just sign off on it. He made me take it. I'm going, you. Oh, okay, I remember oh, you now. That. Yeah, go ahead and send me send me letters asking for money. Go ahead, Mel. Anyway, right. but but Bob is, uh, for those, I've I've interviewed Bob before. And I do spots for his uh, coffee. He does parish coffee. He also does Orleans coffee. He is a, like, master brewer. And he does coffee. I'm not going to tell you all for who. But he not only brews for himself, he brews for other people. He does teas. I mean, you make some really good stuff, Bob. I mean, my my kids... well, frankly, you know, I now I have to go for the good stuff. You know, <laughs> I can't I can't uh-huh, swing uh-huh. the cheap coffee no more, man. I got to go for the good stuff because I I turn them on to it. You know, it's like feeding your kid Cheerios without sugar, and then all of a sudden they have Honey Nut Cheerios or Tony Tiger, and it's like they never go back to the old stuff. You know.
1: I hear that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's good.
0: I mean, that's that's a good thing because it's it's high quality, classy coffee. Different flavor. Parish coffee has a lot of different flavors. Uh, that y'all yep. produce over there um yep. but i wanted to talk to you about because maureen's pointed out to me that there's the possibility of a coffee shortage coming up and it's you know it there's a possibility of a bunch of shortages coming up with the shut, the lockdown last year and then, oh guess what we're having the delta variant so it looks like they're gonna lock everything down again this year i can't do it without my coffee bob can't do it
1: no no not at all uh- and don't you worry; there'll be enough coffee to for everybody to go around. Um, maybe somebody's left out in the cold, but I, I think we're all going to get by just fine. Um, I like to start this kind of conversation out with. It's a really long story, and even longer when I tell it. Sir so, uh, Ryle. <laughs> well, no, I'll, but you I'll, know what? I want yeah. you
0: to tell it because I want to. I want to. Yeah. I want to completely understand what's going on. And I want to know what signs to look for because I ain't kidding. I I I gotta yep. have my coffee. I have three cups every morning and probably two three in the afternoon. So, let's well, I go. I think in the
1: in the end, most consumers will see just very minor price increases. You know, there's the whole domino effect. But let's let's just backtrack a little bit. Um, Brazil is the world's largest coffee producer, followed by. You know, Colombia and or Vietnam, maybe one year it's Vietnam, the next year it's Colombia. Mm -hmm. You know, large territory, you know, lots of coffee growing regions in all these countries. So whatever happens to Brazil, so the rest of the coffee world goes. Um, So we have to go back a few years. Brazil has been struggling with drought. Okay, so their production level is down can be down Mm -hmm. and then so they there's a million let's say there's a million less bags than they would expect and then the price will go up
0: how many how many bags does brazil if okay they're losing a million bags what's the percentage of the amount of bags they put out every year that a million is
1: you know I, i i apologize i don't have that information on the tip of my tongue i did see that they say it could be as much as a million bags short production this year so yeah, that's but that could that's, be. That's almost. I don't know. God, I'm going to embarrass myself. That might be, might be, uh, you know, ten percent, um, something like that. That's a lot of. That's um, that's a big but, chunk, yeah. But maybe you know, again, maybe I don't have my math right. Maybe it's a lot less. Um, it's a million
0: bags, though. That's a lot of bags. That's of coffee.
1: still a, That's still an incredible amount of coffee. Um, so what happens is, for all of us consumers, all of us roasters all around the world, if we we used to buying so much. Brazil. Well, maybe we'll be buying less ex- Brazil. So, what do we do? Well, we go looking to Colombia to fill to fill in the void, or well, we'll go to any other Central American country, or Peru, or Indonesian, or African country. So, there's plenty of coffee out there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but what happens, like what happens in Brazil, affects the price for everyone. Um, so, let's say hypothetically Brazil's having good weather a few years in a row. You know enough rain, no frost, bumper crop. They have a lot of they have a lot of coffee, so now you have a, now you have an overabundance of beans there, so the price goes down. So that means even if you're a struggling coffee farmer in Colombia or Guatemala or Kenya, you're you're gonna get less for your coffee. Mm-hmm. Because why? Because Brazil has a lot. So so it's something causes coffee to the cost of coffee to go up it may not have anything to do with their neighbor in Brazil or Guatemala, Costa Rica so forth, Mexico, but they can benefit from that. They will make more if the market goes up it had nothing, let's say it had nothing to do with Mexico. The Mexican coffee producers are going to make more money. They just benefit from that but then they can lose from the fact that like, they can do everything right, they can have a great crop, but they'll get less for it if Brazil has a great crop,
0: I got you. So I mean, when like people like you, I mean, you, you just go out and get coffee. You prefer to get Brazilian coffee, or do you have regular people in Guatemala and regular people in Mexico and even in even uh-huh. Vietnam that you buy coffee from? I mean, are you looking for a different bean, you know. Um, well,
1: I have to say, I don't buy anything from Vietnam. Uh, that's just that low-grade Robusta, crappy coffee. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so I have a lot of coffee. I have too many coffees. I've been, you know, a lot of my close friends and peers in the industry, they roll their eyes when I start talking about, I have too many coffees in my repertoire and I, I need to try to cut it down. But even my low volume coffee purchases, still a decent amount of coffee. I would make a lot of people upset if I got rid of what is on the low end of my purchasing volume. So I buy from, I buy coffee from Brazil, Colombia, Peru, every country in Central America, every everybody in Indonesia and, and a handful of countries from uh, East Africa, like multiple coffees from Ethiopia and then Kenya and Tanzania. So they all have an application in my business. Um, so, um, but it's my job to, to not just, I don't just buy it when I need it, I'll buy coffee on well i'll buy it when i need it, but i'll i'm just not just going to buy what i need for this week i'm going to buy make a contract for 6 months and lock in my price yeah so i'm not sure so, nec- so you increase.
0: lock in the price but you don't necessarily have 6 months worth of bags in your warehouse over there and can I? Nope.
1: Okay. i have it in what we'll call in the industry we'll call it my position like i'll have coffee lots of coffee um from a certain importer um company out in New York. The coffee store in New Jersey for me, it's, there's Brazil, there's Fair Trade Sumatra, there's Tanzania Peaberry, and there's Honduras. They're all on contract. Prices are fixed. So I don't have to like lose sleep that I have to go raise my prices mm-hmm. tomorrow because I've got coffee on contract. Now, at some point, those inventories will dwindle down and I'll need to buy a, re-up a contract, so to speak. You know, I'll go get some samples of say Tanzania Peaberry from that importer, maybe' some other importers, and I'll make a buying decision based on price quality quantity availability, and where that coffees located, say you know in the country whether it's in California or New York
0: well I don't think, i mean we're we're a port city, and we're a lot closer to both of them. How come they don't come through here?
1: You know, it's a funny thing, you know, New Orleans, Houston, and New York all tend to vie year after year after year for who brings in the most coffee, but specialty grade coffee really doesn't come into New Orleans. Um, It it goes into typically New Jersey, New York, um, Oakland, San Francisco, maybe a little bit in Houston, Miami, Portland, but New Orleans gets... You know, they get a bajillion pounds of beans that come in through, you know, from Brazil, from Brazil and mm-hmm. Mexico and all those countries. But it's really for the large commercial roasters. It's really not specialty great.
0: So the big so the big guys, when you sit there and drink their coffee, you're just going, you know what? It just it ain't as good as parish coffee. And that's because they don't pick and choose when you I'm almost out of time in this segment. But let me let me get uh-huh. this one uh-huh. in, and then we'll take a break. When uh-huh. you buy coffee, okay, for instance, you know, your dark roast coffees or your chicory coffee or your medium roast, and something I didn't know, you told me this, medium roast coffee has more caffeine in it than dark roast coffee. This, I didn't <clears throat> know until you told me, because I'm, I'm a dark roast guy, and I figured that's where most of the caffeine was. Right. But when, um, when you... Just... Well, well, I mean when you when you're going to make some of your coffees the 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 regular parish dark roast and medium roast coffee or Orleans coffee. I mean you already got it narrowed down to like I use x number of brazilian beans and x number of indonesian beans and x number of guatemalan beans. I mean is is that the route you take cuz your coffee is some of the most consistent I've ever had in my life.
1: Right, right. We've got a we've got a set blend for um our parish brand coffees, you know. So I know who I'm buying them from. I know the grade because there's, you know, not only is it from a certain country, there's a wide variety of grades of coffee you can get from every country. You know, you can get really horrible coffee from you know, Brazil or Colombia or Mexico, or you can get really fantastic coffee from each of these countries and same thing all around the world.
0: Well, so when you order coffee from these guys, I mean you like get a sample of it going, Okay, this is the good stuff, stored in Jersey until I need it type of deal, or I mean that's where you gotta trust your buyers or what?
1: Right. Well my buyers tend to know what's kind of coffee I'm looking for. I don't um I don't go looking for coffee that's really low grade, anything like that. Mm-hmm. They know I'm looking for a certain grade. I can be very specific about what I'm looking for. And um so Rarely do I ever get a, a sample of coffee that's not, you know, in the realm of what I buy year after year after year.
0: Okay. I'm going to step away for a second here. When we come back, uh, this is the Spudcast. I'm talking about my ask with master coffee brewer Bob Arsenault with uh, Paris Coffee and Orleans Coffee. And I'm talking about the possibility of a coffee shortage. When we get back, though, let's talk about if there is a shortage, how do I recognize it? And if I want to stock up, what's the best way for me to do it? All right. Spudcast back right after this. Hey, guess what? The pandemic's finally winding down. Looks like you might get to go on a little vacay, but where are you going to go? I got an idea. Go fishing. Get yourself a licensed and insured fishing guide at lasaltwater.com. They got a guide for everything and every place. Inshore fishing, offshore fishing, fly fishing, kayak fishing, bow fishing, you name it fishing. At lasaltwater.com, there's pictures and videos of all the happy fishermen and women and kids. And don't be the one that got away. Go to lasaltwater.com and book your charter today. Uh-oh, that doesn't sound too good. You better start filling sandbags. Oh, wait, you don't have to do that anymore because you have the home team advantage. You called home team elevation at 504 301 and you got your home lifted above the flood. No more worries for you. What about your mama's house or your uncles or your brothers? Home team is ready to lift their spirits even higher than your home. Get the home team advantage by calling 504 301 or go to hometeamelevation.com. Getting older and feeling your age, low energy, no motivation, putting on the pounds. Maybe age isn't the culprit. Maybe the sad truth is you have low testosterone. Well, don't sit around and mope. Go to the Mope Clinic at the Men's Optimal Performance Enhancement Clinic. Chris Rue will do more than just fling a blue pill at you. With proper testing, diagnosis, and testosterone replacement therapy, you'll be on your way to becoming your old self again, or better yet, your new self again. Go to MopeClinic.com, M-O-P-E Clinic.com, or call 504-322-3888 to start your journey to a better, stronger, healthier you. And we're back talking to Bob Arsenault of Parish Coffee, and we're talking about uh, if there's going to be a a coffee shortage. And and you said it's like Brazil's the biggest producer. If Brazil has a lot of frost and they don't crank it out, then... uh, that's when you're gonna start seeing shortages. Although there's a lot of countries that that crank out coffee and that never see a drop of snow. So there you go.
1: Yeah. Well. Um, so this was the first little hint of frost in some regions in Brazil. So, but this may be the only one for the rest of the year, or maybe it comes again. So yes. Now I have to I have to say this: the price of coffee has really been pretty low for a long time, probably too low. Mm-hmm. I mean. And then, so let's just imagine you're in South Louisiana and you got sugarcane farmers who are practically breaking even year after year after year. Then they de- they'll deal with a drought and then they'll deal with a hurricane. Is it, you know, how bad that, and that's reality. We see that if we go up and down highway 90, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's the kind of thing that these farmers can be, can be dealing with. I mean, we're talking tens of thousands of people that are impacted by this all throughout that country. So, um, hopefully there aren't any. So hopefully things will stabilize and maybe the the price for us starts coming down. But I was reading something that coffee is now at a seven year high. Now we can overcome this in a short period of time if if, if it doesn't get any worse than this. Why? Because there's ample coffee all around the world mm-hmm. that hasn't been impacted by anything. You know, any other natural disaster.
0: Do they grow coffee here?
1: Funny you should say that. Uh, wow. <laughs> primarily, primarily no. But
0: hey, man, Juan Valdez—that's all anybody I know knows about, except for you. <laughs> right. Like Juan Valdez, gets your coffee, and that's it.
1: There's somebody growing a little bit of coffee in some really high altitude in California. <laughs> it right. would be just so expensive. I mean, there's so little of it. Yeah. You know, it's 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 super novelty
0: yeah they're growing it for their own right next to the marahoochee i got you. okay <laughs> that's right yeah that's the right. northern california sesame and goes with this really robust cup of uh, sesame of coffee <laughs> you know you don't have to put any sugar in it it's it, it's mm-hmm. it's very sweet okay um now let's talk about if there is going to be a shortage and if i decide to start and you know me i love my coffee and i buy coffee four five six pounds at a time you know i i, I like a lot uh-huh. I, again i got I, I, I get up in the morning, before I go to bed at night, I set it up so I got three three mugs of coffee in the morning. And I usually uh-huh, have at uh-huh. least one or two. I mean, when I was on the radio and, and had ample, easy access to it, pots, Shoo, man, my pee was dark roast. I drank so much <laughs> coffee. <laughs> I don't drink that much anymore, but it's like, you know. So if, if I decide I want to stock up, first of all, What's the best way to stock up? I mean, they got the vacuum bags, you know, they're like vacuum sealed, like bricks of coffee. Uh, uh-huh. You have those bags that are sealed and with the they got the 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 plastic wrap things and the and I find that the uh, the the wrapping that you actually the paper and the stuff you actually wrap it with are a whole lot thicker than the other stuff. Uh, and then they got whole beans that are roasted. Should I get whole beans and freeze them uh, well, yeah. if I want to stock up? I need six months worth of coffee because all of a sudden the paranoia bug has bit me right in a pooch. Uh, What's the best way for me to do that?
1: Well, I'm going to advise you and all of your listeners not to do that. Um, I would continue to treat your coffee purchases like you you would your bread and milk purchases. I tell people treat coffee like bread and milk. Just buy what you need for some short period of time. It's never going to get so high that you've, you're going to regret not buying a bunch before now say maybe you start buying coffee and so see don't say i'll buy two bags instead of one or three bags instead of two mm-hmm. um, but don't try to buy too much because even okay like so you're going to buy our coffee in the store it's uh we got this new whiz Bang packaging machine our coffee is now nitrogen flushed, which mm. is going to extend shelf life and um, so that's going to help all on its own. Um, I, I'm going to suggest something that I know some people don't believe in, but I, I do believe you can buy coffee and put it in the freezer as long as you're not opening it up, taking it out, putting it back in, taking it out and so forth. Um, we've so done if I just... some shelf life tests. Other people have done the same thing. But if you buy a bag of coffee from us or anybody, put it in the freezer for, say, a month or two, and you take it out, let it come to room temperature, it's going to be pretty close to fresh. Mm -hmm. But if you take that same bag and just put it in your pantry for the same period of time, it's going to be nasty. There's just something about that freezing Mm -hmm. um, that Mm -hmm. makes a big difference. Don't put it in your refrigerator. Put it in your freezer. When it comes out, it stays out.
0: All right. So I say I buy five and six pounds of coffee at a time, which I do because – we we all have our own differences i like dark roast coffee i I like it that's what i like my uh my my wife actually makes she gets that liquid kind uh uh-huh. and and she, she'll either do it ice or a hot but she likes the liquid co- okay whatever you know i like mine uh-huh. dripped. my youngest drinks uh coffee too my my son will have some now and again my other daughter She'll have some now and again when she's in the mood. But the, the three of us are the coffee drinkers, and we all three want different things. So that's one of the reasons why I stock up as I do. But I don't put them in the freezer. But frankly, they, <laughs> they don't last a month. I buy them like bread and milk. But I go through it uh-huh. so fast that it's like, man, you know, uh-huh. I don't, I don't really need to freeze it. But I, I may start doing. It. I mean, buy a couple, two, three extra pounds and put them in the just, freezer and see how it goes. Just
1: buy, yeah. If you, if you see, do you see your favorite coffee on sale, or you just, you just feel like it's the right thing to do, you buy a couple extra bags, throw it in the freezer, not the refrigerator, and then, but don't open it. Mm-hmm. I know some. I've heard all these stories of people saying, oh, I've got twelve bags of coffee, you know, in the freezer. And, and they're all, and you find out that they're all kind of open, you know, yeah. so the flavors it tastes
0: are moving like old pork in and out. Yeah. And if like, you've
1: got fresh pork chops and fish in there, well, your coffee's going to pick it
0: up. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, well, you know, maybe maybe I should put the open coffee next to the popsicles and I'll do a half-assed version <laughs> of your parish coffee with a flavor. So there you go. can store it like that, but you still don't recommend doing it. Uh, but if, you know, what about whole beans?
1: whole bean will definitely make a big impact on the freshness of your coffee it's almost like gaining an extra month you know that just because it's still in that whole bean form uh, you are maintaining the freshness of that coffee Uh, when you once it's ground it's going to start oxidizing um, and the staling process will just be accelerated and thankfully we're we're nitrogen flushing our bags to extend that shelf life, so it'll still taste good months down the road, mm-hmm. as opposed to a bag that is not nitrogen flushed.
0: But I find that most of the uh, the whole bean bags are not like like I don't know nitrogen flushed, but I know vacuum sealed. So if I get a whole bean bag, I mean, should a should I uh, are they are they sealed enough for me to stick them in the freezer? That's gonna make a difference.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, pretty much everybody on the market, you know, even the low end brands to the high-end brands i'd say pretty much everybody's coffee is nitrogen flush these days whether mm-hmm. it's ground or whole bean um now it's not like a brick pack and you don't see where it's all just there's just been sucked right out of it it's yeah. still still nitrogen flush it might still be it's still going to be you know pliable you know it's yeah. not be like a brick
0: what about the coffee that you get at, at like the store where you go over there and they got bins of coffee beans that you just like fill a bag and you can either grind it there, or bring it home and grind it. What about it? Well, wow, how fresh are they? I mean, how often do they change uh, that stuff well, out?
1: Oh, well, let's just say I know, a I know a certain store that buys whole bean coffee from a certain roaster across the country. It's nitrogen flush. And I've seen the bag where it says it has like a year expiration you know, a year shelf life. Mm -hmm. And I'm calling, I'm calling BS because it's just, it's not going to be that fresh. It's not like you can keep a banana, um, as an example, under nitrogen for a whole year without some degradation. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you, you know, it just depends if you happen to get, if you happen to scoop up a coffee that maybe is turning, it's, you know, they're being replenished more frequently than something else. You just have to kind of Scoop it up and take a sniff, and you know if it smells like a cigar, it's probably old coffee. If it <laughs> smells like coffee, give it a shot. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Smells like a cigar. I never smelled coffee that smell like a cigar, but then again, I quit smoking a long time ago, so I don't know what they smell like anymore. And I got my brother yeah. smokes cigars, but he does it with a glass of scotch, so I don't think he does that either. So, so <laughs> your, so your advice? Okay, you can you can put it in the freezer. Uh, but b- buy it like bread and milk, you know. Like buy if you drink a pound a week, then buy a pound a week. Uh-huh. Buy it on sale if it's on sale. Stick it in the freezer. And as for stocking up for six or eight months, you're going to be disappointed when you get to month number four or five because it's going to start tasting like broccoli and popsicles. That's right. That's, that's right. That's right. That's, that's what I wanted yeah. to know, man. Anyway, uh-huh. and tell everybody how they can find your coffee, which can also be delivered straight to your door.
1: That's right. Uh, we might have the post office or FedEx drop it off or might even have one of my employees drop it off at your house if you're in the greater New Orleans area. Uh, ParishCoffee.com, And uh, also at supermarkets all around city, the city, uh, Rouse's, Dornax, Bromart, Conseco's, Langenstein's, Zara's Uptown, Lakeview Grocery, um, Robert's on St. Claude, and you know, a handful of other stores here and there. Mm-hmm
0: you can't miss it is it's that purple bag and it's got that golden circle with the drawing of a rooster in there so you, That's can't, it. you can't miss that bag and and there and there's multiple flavors every store you go to is going to have different ones i'd i'd say you know go to pariscoffee.com and uh and you know, they make a great gift, too, by the way, especially those cool Christmas flavors that you come out with. So,
1: Yeah, the supermarkets only have maybe Southern Pecan, French Vanilla, along with your basic medium dark decaf and coffee and chicory. Mm-hmm. But on a website, I swear I've got 30, 30 flavors to, to look through if you're into flavored coffee.
0: And some of them are on special. And All some of right, them are like that, that Highland Grog that you make that I like so much. That's a <laughs> good coffee. Yeah.
1: Anyway. really is very popular.
0: All right. Good stuff. Bob Arsenault, coffee roaster par excellence, makes Parish Coffee, ParishCoffee.com. And again, if you want to stock up on coffee, don't go cuckoo. So there you go. Thanks, Bob. Thank I appreciate it, man. Thanks for the time. Thank you, Scott. All right. Wrapping up Spudcast right after this. Are you ready to launch? The American Space Alliance wants to accelerate and support space exploration for the benefit of all Americans, and not just for national pride. You know how many products are created by and for NASA that we use every day? Scratch resistant lenses, dustbusters, LASIK eye surgery, solar cells, firefighting equipment, LEDs, insulin pumps. The list just keeps on growing and it needs to keep on growing because the next generation of space exploration has arrived and the American Space Alliance and NASA want you to be involved. You can follow ASA on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Go to exploreasa.org to find out more. Okay, Bob Arsenault. ParisCoffee.com, find out more, go online, get you some coffee. If you want to stock up on coffee, he told you how to do it. But again, buy it like bread and milk, man, buy it like bread and milk. You go through a pound a month, buy a pound a month. In the meantime, thanks for joining me here on the Spudcast. Uh, You can hear me on Red Circle and Spotify and Public Radio and Google Podcasts and Stitcher and Amazon Music and on Twitter at SpudGotDat. And also on my Facebook page of Spuds Friends and Fans, John McConnell and the Big Teasy. We'll have more wonderful conversation coming up tomorrow. In the meantime, y'all watch out for the crazies, but I'm a gone pecan.